Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Who doesn't love shopping at Target? Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. But wait, there's more. Now you've got a new way to save with Target Circle 360. With unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in-store or at Target.com slash Circle Card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am all in. I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everybody, Scott Patterson, I am all in podcast, 111 Productions, iHeartRadio. We're going to be breaking down and discussing Lorelai's graduation day, episode yeah. 21, season two. And uh, wow. I mean, we are so close to the end of season two. It's I know. Crazy. How do we get here this fast? <laughs> it's like being married, you know, and having a kid. Being married and having a kid makes, speeds things up. It just speeds life up. Everything just zooms by. And I think that's really, that's one of the main takeaways for me from this episode is, is, you know, Richard and Emily were so 
good about showing up to the graduation. They were so yes. distraught at the experience of it. Emily shed a tear, not of I joy. Know. That was not a joyful tear. That was a tear of what could have been. Oh, see, I don't, I didn't see it like that. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I, think, I thought no. she was so proud. I don't think so. No, really? tell me why. No, it was just because it's the way they looked at each other. Because Lorelai was welling up, and her mother was welling up. Emily was welling up, and she and and Emily looked down. She just she had to put her head down because it was just, gosh darn it. The look, listen, if you're a parent and you put all that time and effort into breeding and raising your daughter in a certain way. And Lorelai said it best herself when in the, in the scene with Rory, when she was having trouble studying, when Lorelai was having tr trouble studying for her final exam or whatever it was. Um, mm -hmm. And she, she spelled it right out. She said, my, I'm a huge, you know, please don't invite mom and dad because it'll be to the graduation ceremony. Cause it'll, they'll be humiliated. I'll feel bad. It won't be good for them. It won't be good for me. So please don't do it. Um, mm -hmm. And that's exactly what, Richard and Emily had to fight through the humiliation of it because they, here they are in a community college. They, they hilariously brought their own cameraman, Raul, <laughs> to film the whole thing in high def. Um, and it was just very sad. It was very, oh, very see, sad. That's so fascinating. Yeah. I saw it completely differently. No, that was... I saw it as, look how much we've been through and right. look where we are now. And that th those were like tears of joy. Like we're here watching this moment and, you know, I'm not going to say it's all peachy, but like they're getting along and they got to experience this with her. And that's why I thought it was so poignant. Like when they take that photo, when, when Lorelai's like, wait, 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 aren't we going to take that photo? Right. Like the classic, parents surrounding the graduate photo. I just saw it so differently. I, I got emotional twice during this episode. And this was one of the times when I'm like, wow, we've been through the mud and we're kind of digging ourselves out and look at how they've come far. They've come. I just don't think Emily and Richard are ever going to meet her halfway. Even I think they're humiliated. I think they're going to, to go to their graves, humiliated. And, and they're constantly thinking of what could have been what, because look at her. I mean, she could have had everything and they could have been with her as grandparents in, in their status conscious world where they exist. They don't exist anywhere else. They can't maneuver or function anywhere else. They tried today. And I thought, uh, I mean, in today's episode, in the episode I watched this morning, um, and Richard gave her a check. Oh, I know. See, I thought that was so touching but he couldn't say anything else but because he was emotional no I because thought, he didn't know says, what to say oh see I because just, he I was mean, trying so hard he look, was trying so hard there was another perspective okay but I, man do i see this so differently no i get it i get it i get it but here's the thing for me it was richard doing the right thing and there was a part of him that was was proud of his daughter there was a part yeah. of him that wanted to come together because they've now he sees lorelei in a different light because of the experience uh, of the last last episode exactly. how capable she is what a what a terrific mother she is what a terrific woman she's turned out to be it wasn't the way they envisioned it, but she's still a Gilmore and he's yeah. still kind of proud of her now. 
It's like well, he I, sees I her. Thought he was he, so proud of her and yeah. got to have that moment. Yeah. But he still didn't know what else to say to her. There was still, uh, you know, the pangs of, of disappointment, the pangs that, that come from, you know, a, a, a woman in their eyes that did not reach her full potential. I mean, I, I, I saw it so differently. No. I thought he was sort of like filled with pride. Yes, in he that was. moment, like I get to give my daughter that college graduate check. Right, that but it so was, many dads get to do that. It was bittersweet. And it was almost like he didn't need words. Like he waited till Emily mm-hmm. walked away so he could share that moment with just Lorelai. And I thought it was so important. She said, Thank you, Daddy. But I, okay, right. I know I, that was, that was, that was moving. It was, but I think it meant so much to her and to him for them to have that just between the two of them. I want you to have this. Like I could cry right now. I like literally could cry right now. Mm -hmm. It was, that is why I love this episode so much. I don't know. I, I just, I think he just, he wanted to say more. He just didn't know. He, ne- he never prepared himself for this moment. He couldn't have prepared himself for this moment when he was giving a check to his daughter who had graduated community college at 30, well, now 33 years old. It was, he wasn't prepared for that. I think you're right. And he didn't know what to say to her. It was so far below his station and Emily's station. They did the best they could. Emily did it in you know her her style, right? She went over the top mm-hmm. with everything. And, mm-hmm. you know, she, <laughs> she was doing all that stuff to make herself feel comfortable so that she could stay in control. You know, she didn't want to really participate in the ceremony and, and make it about Lorelai. She had to make it about herself, didn't she? She had to make it about how she still has control. And this is going to be such an awful experience for her. Because uh, you can't say no to Rory, right? I mean, she she right, really right. she Which, she that was an amazing scene yeah. also that we'll talk about. I, I see what you're saying, but you know what I mean. It's like she had to take she had to exert that level of control and just be herself so that she could get through it. So see, that's where we disagree. So I look at it. At, I totally agree with you on the mm-hmm. she had to have control. She has to Emily everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like she because she doesn't want to trust some other camera or not getting capturing the moment. The only part that you and I diverge is I think she did it because she's like, I'm going to capture this moment. This is my moment as a mother to sit here while my daughter graduates. And what I think is for the last 10 years, 12 years, since she would have been college age, they never thought they would get this moment. Mm -hmm. And now they're so overwhelmed. Oh, I see Riley nodding. Riley. I agree too. And I think the silent from Richard is like, he was just, you know, when you reconnect with somebody, there's still that awkwardness. Like you're still trying to figure each other out and read each other. And I think he was just doing the best he could and what he knew and what he knew about Lorelai. And I think Emily, the cameras and all that, that was how she knows how to show love and support. So that's how she was showing up. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to agree a little bit. Yeah. Okay. No, no, it makes sense. We're getting them over. No, I mean, I think it can be both, right? It doesn't have to be one of the, it doesn't have to be either or. I think. Is that not the magic? Of the show. Right. Right. It's it can mm-hmm. it's so many things all at once. Right. These scenes are operating on on many levels. Yeah. So And did you see Seth MacFarlane? In oh, there? he stole it for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Those two Alicia, what's her name? Alicia Bergman was the actress <laughs> that played the that. girlfriend. That that I was <laughs> laughing out loud. I mean, that was 
just pure joy to watch that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't you two. think so? You would be the expert on this, but like, <laughs> you really see, like, obviously, Seth MacFarlane now is right. just so massive right. and brilliant. Right. Like, you can see it right from the start with someone. But right? wasn't he already popular back then? 2002? Well, I mean, this was before, like, Family Guy. Was it? Before, no. I mean, was it? It was. It was about that time. Let's see how long Family Guy's been on. Didn't he have Let's stuff? See. He had stuff going on. He was before. going. Yeah, he was. You know, go, he was already Family voices. Guy, right? But did, he, he had all kind. He had stuff going on. I mean, I'm sure. Like, don't you think they knew of Seth MacFarlane because of Alex? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, so but, maybe that was so. Family Guy premiered in 1999. So we're just three years later. So he wasn't massive no he was i think that show was a hit uh, right away it was but yeah. he wasn't like i mean later on he hosted the oscars like I, I know. Has definitely i know i know i i i um, i've been invited to a place where he sings every once in a while yeah yeah, yeah. and it's probably one of the first time someone saw his face right instead of just his voice but it was hysterical his delivery and his yeah. his temperament and and alicia bergman it, she was just her her delivery was so droll and deadpan it was so great and it made it so much more cringy everything <laughs> emily was doing. i was like oh my god <laughs> so oh my gosh the corsages oh god. corsages was so cringy mm -hmm. i know well you know she emily wanted to do her thing but listen yeah it's it's is again when you have a child and man just i kept thinking what was her life like to make her do this you know that that's why i want to do the prequel that's why i want to think about doing the prequel and yeah, say so like, like what was in you know amy and dan's minds when they created this scenario what did they picture happened between richard emily and lorelei before she, you know 2 years before she got pregnant you know what i mean you know what i'm saying what the heck was going on? Was was her pregnancy a result of her saying, I'm rejecting you, I'm rebelling hard, and this is what I'm doing? Was it a conscious thing or was it just an accident? I love this guy. Accident. I love this guy and this happened. And look at what a child does to a person's life. I mean, in one sense, it it made her diverge from the Emily Richard pattern that she was you know deeply deeply embedded in her life was supposed to go a certain way and it went another way and i think the thing about lorelei is as soon as she's pregnant and she has a baby it's like her it's not about her anymore it never gets to be about her it's really about that child and life 16 yeah. years goes by like that like you blink and it's you know i my son is seven he's almost eight years old it, you blink and he's eight years old. It's wild how fast life goes and how fast paced every day is and how full they are. And you're not thinking once about yourself. And if you are, you well, feel guilty about it. So it goes, 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 no. goes, goes. So Lorelai is not just, she's not, in, and she's not back there still with the parents, which is why she wants to kind of keep a distance. It's like, I'm on my path with my kid. Life is moving fast. It's great. My kid is doing great. And that's all that matters. None of this other status garbage and your money matter compared to my child doing well and feeling safe. So I literally love that you just said that because it's why the scene between Lorelai and Rory mm -hmm. after she misses the graduation right. is so amazing yeah. because 
she is so about Rory. And then she took one minute to be about her and it went sideways. That scene was amazing between right. the two of them. I mean, I was bawling, right. bawling because she, you're, you're so right on. And then immediately once she realizes like, oh, what Rory's going through is more important again. I mean, Lorelai sacrifices everything every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, you love her for it. Because it's like, what would, how would Emily have reacted to Lorelai? If Lorelai, well, we see how Emily reacted. Lorelai missed her, her graduation. Lorelai missed her life, according to Emily. And Emily and Richard right. rejected them. Rejected her, rejected. I mean, can you imagine at some point there was no, there were no, uh, there was no olive branch uh, uh, extended to Lorelai to like come back, bring us our granddaughter. I mean, what happened in those sixteen years? What, Not right, only what happened when she was know, pregnant, but we, we don't, don't know. We don't know. Right. We don't know. Was it was it Lorelai reaching out to them and them rejecting her, or was it Richard and Emily reaching out to them? Because I mean, because they, they have never- this granddaughter. And what we what, do know is they never mm-hmm. sent her away. Right. They never disowned her. Right. They wanted her to marry Christopher and do it their way. Mm-hmm. And she said no. Mm-hmm. But it's not like they shunned her. Right. Or, you know, so maybe there were olive branches. And Lorelai just was like, no, I'm going to do this my way. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. 
We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So here's the question. Who's a better mother, Emily or Lorelai? I'm, I'm going I mean, look I'm at Look at how Lorelai deals with her child. And look at how right. a spectacular Rory is, right? And I'm not saying that yeah. Lorelai is any less spectacular, but there's, can you imagine at this point, Rory, what, what if Rory gets pregnant with Jess or Dean? How do you think Lorelai reacts? Is she going to, is she going to react like well, Emily? That's not going to happen because she's already yeah, preventing it, that by but having could. that open dialogue. That's one of the major no, tensions of the show. About it. They talk about yeah, it. but you can't. I, but you can't stop that kind of. I mean, it's Mother Nature and kids but and hormones can. kicking in. No, you can't. You can't stop her from having sex, right? But Lorelai has such a different open dialogue with Lori. They addressed it when she was dating Dean. All right. So you know, what? What happens? What happens when there's? I mean, now she's she's thirty. Rory's thirty two. Well, not thirty two, but she's older now. She's what thirty? Right, 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 right. How old is she now? Yeah, they did the real time kind of thing. Um, well, when you now she's movies, pregnant, but right? what if she what if she was pregnant when she was sixteen? Just like just like Lorelai, wouldn't mm-hmm. have happened. I'm sa- because- I'm just hypothetically just go with me there. Just okay, just okay, go fine, with fine, me. Fine, fine. I see. Okay, just, we're just, playing a game. We're playing a game. It's, but just hypothetically speaking, Rory comes home. That- Mom, uh, I was with Jess in New York, and and <laughs> it happened. What What do you mean? So- I'm pregnant. How does Lorelai would have done it differently? Mm-hmm. She's not going to be thrilled. But she would have handled it differently because Lorelai sa- makes Lorelai sacrifices her own needs right. and desires for Rory's, which you saw in that scene yep. in the end. Yep. You saw it immediately. She was hurt. It was her graduation that Rory missed. She had all the right in the world to be upset at Rory. As soon as she realizes, oh my God, my kid is really struggling, she forgets the graduation. It's yeah. gone. It's done. There's no holding a grudge on it. It's like, right. Boom, we're going to deal with what you're going through. That, I loved that scene. Mm-hmm. Should we skip to that scene? You want to talk about that scene? Sure. What did you think? Uh, I thought it was a, a monster of a monologue for Alexis to handle, and I think she handled it very well. Uh, yeah. Because on the page, you know, on and the script, it's just, it says Rory, and then it's just black ink all the way down the page. And then you turn the page and there's black ink all the way right. down the page for Rory. And then you turn the next page and there's black ink. And you're looking at that going, Ay, I got to yeah. memorize all this. <laughs> and the, the tone and the delivery, the way 
Mm -hmm. Alexis said those lines. And for me, I try not to like even think about them as actors. I really want to be in it with the characters. Mm -hmm. And just the way she's like, no. And then I'm grounded and I'm never leaving my room again. And you should take my food away. Like, and just going and going and doing it. And you, you realized how sorry she was. And then you realize the turmoil she's in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Lorelai was, oh my God, Lorelai is such an awesome mom in that because she's like, wait a minute. Like you have fallen for him. Like, you know, like, oh my God, I just, tears are rolling down because I just thought, oh wow. Is this history repeating itself though? You know, is, uh. Is, you know, is that is that one of the fears for for Lorelai is that she's gonna yeah. oh boy here we go again and what's what, you know what's Emily how Emily and Richard gonna react to this one now you Rory know, now Rory fair. can't go to Harvard because uh, she's gonna get knocked up for me it was like look any mom knows the first boyfriend's not gonna be the forever boyfriend mm-hmm. and Lorelai Lorelai deep down knows like oh my God she likes Jess and even when Rory's like Dean's my boyfriend Dean's gonna be my boyfriend forever and Lorelai's like no right he's talking about skeet shooting <laughs> and it's just like, you know she cut school and got on a bus and went to New York do like the, do the clay pigeons bleed no they're clay. <laughs> Did the pigeons bleed? What if if you shoot the guy it's sending off the clay pigeons? (laughs) Oh my God, you too. I'm like falling over. I'm like crying over this like amazing moment oh no no. okay so let's go back to that it's no fine. Like, no, yeah. no no you're on you're on an island all by yourself in tears I and we're sat, we're out on the just... yacht having drinks it's not fair to you <laughs> all totally right so fine. let's come it's back totally to the fine. shore it's the beauty of the show let's let's get on misery island here um i it, it was it was uh an enthralling scene for sure uh i don't it i don't know that it impacted me the way it impacted you okay um yeah yeah. But it certainly showed uh in my mind what what kind of a mother Lorelai really is compared to her own mother and how her own mother would have reacted to that. Um you know what I think is so because 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 Emily would have read Lorelai the Riot Act. I mean absolutely yeah, yeah. Oh, would have yeah, read her the Riot Act and that would have gone so different. Put her down and humiliated her about it and walked away. You know, know what I love seeing is the is the fans, people listening to the podcast that are mm-hmm. huge fans of Gilmore Girls, when they write us on the Instagram about how they've changed their perspective. I think we've talked about it before, how they, when they watched it in the, you know, 2000, they saw it one way. And now 20 years later, because they've aged, they see it differently. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's why that, Ooh, I've, I'm almost like getting a little choked up. I think maybe that's why that scene just is so impacted me so much. Cause it was like, did you have a scene like this with your own mother? I'm, no, I'm venturing no. a guess here. No, I, 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 that's what I was thinking too. No, but for some reason, I mean, maybe, maybe right. I kind of, right. But it's, but no, it's a big deal. It, it, it's just so major. It's a big moment. I mean, these, these, these two, two, this girl and this woman are having moments in their lives. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, Lorelai quite um, appropriately took a step back and realized that, you know, her daughter's uh, uh, blossoming sexuality (laughs) is, 
a very powerful thing and it's something that she mm-hmm. needs to pay attention to and it's something she's very familiar with because the same thing happened to her when she was 16 and yeah. so she gets it so she's she went immediately into mom mode and it's the first time that she was not asking everybody to make a big deal about it but she was happy that people were you know that rory wanted to make a big deal i mean it was rory's you idea know? anyway to invite richard and emily it was rory's idea and anyway, uh, to to right. have lorelei go participate and even go well, lorelei yeah. was going to blow it off you know, so, we, yeah, we have to big, talk about that too. Yeah. It's like the T I'm like, not, I'm not going to cry. I kind of have my, my bleep together right now, but like, I can feel like mm-hmm. almost crying. I'm like having that about to cry moment. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things maybe is it was so puppies and rainbows with Dean and Rory. Mm-hmm. We like each other. You know, they've had a couple moments, but for the most part, it's like, Oh, we like each other. Here's your bracelet. Like, you know, here's your, you know, it's just very like, here's a car, like sweet, sweet, sweet puppies and unicorns. Rory is now experiencing like angst. Mm. Like it's different. She's got angst. She, she kind of wigged when he called and, you know, she's like, oh, like, it's just such a different love now it's a i'm not saying this well i don't know hopefully people are like understand where i'm going it's a different thing and it's so much more like oh boy it's a side of her that she recognized there's a darkness there you know she because rory looks a certain way let's not assume that she hasn't had her own struggles internal struggles her darkness fighting off demons whatever it is right um and Jess is really being quite demonstrative with with his <laughs> struggle. <laughs> so I th- but I and I also think that there's a side of of Rory that is so altruistic and and, and so giving that she really wants this kid to and it's in her bones because it's you know it's 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 Gilmore it's a Gilmore thing where she she wants him to get on the right path. Everybody's trying to keep everybody on the right path. Emily and Richard are trying tried to get Lorelai on the right path. Now they're trying to get Rory into the right path and they're paying for it. And they want their Friday night dinners. And now, and now Rory wants to keep uh, uh, or get Jess on the straight and narrow because he's got tremendous potential. It's all about potential. Don't blow your potential. Yeah. Don't waste your potential. Don't piss it away. And I think she sees something very, very intriguing and very smart and, um, artistic and, and soulful in, in Jess. And she, wants him to realize his potential. I think that's tr- real love. It's real care. I mean, so. two questions. Yeah. One is, what did you think of the scene? Like, he doesn't know she's coming. These people don't have cell phones. She just knows the park he hangs out in, right. which is also kind of ridiculous. Right. <laughs> so what did you think of the scene when she just shows up and like taps him on the shoulder and he's very nonchalant. She's mm-hmm. very nonchalant. It's not like, what are you doing here? Oh my God. It was just so like subtle, mm-hmm. like, Oh, Hey, by the like, way, I, I lived a block away from Washington square park in New York. Really? One, one of my apartments was at like right at 10th and 10th Avenue. I mean, not, park, no, no fifth like, Avenue and 10th street. No, you it's right by NYU. You can't miss it. I mean, it's not a huge, yeah, it's, it's not a huge, huge park. It's, it's, okay. it, it's so a lot of concrete and there's some, could... there's a, there's a, uh, a, you know, there's center part of it that's round and it's, it's a lot of concrete. And then there's and some seating areas and there's some trees okay. and grass, you know, it's your typical small, smallish. 
I mean, it's larger than your your average uh, New York uh, inner city park. It's not Central Park. Uh, but right, right, right. But they really nailed it. The look of it when when she went up behind Jess, I thought, oh, really? did they fly to New York? And I mean, because it oh, kind of wow. they oh, kind of because cool. you know that's my area. And I was like, wow, yeah. I, that put me right back in you know into the late eighties, early nineties. But uh, but then the other stuff, it was, it's harder to to recreate like walking around town. Yeah, that's harder. That's a yeah. little harder. But they did, what you know, you, they had the full trash cans and, you know, trash spilling out and people walking <laughs> right. around. <laughs> what did you think of the bus scene? When oh, he's God. outside the bus window and she opens the window and he's like, why did you come? It it was, for me, it was, it says everything about how she feels about, yeah. how they both feel about each other. I mean, he knows yeah. why. He wants to of be course. sure. But of she course. just, she looked so smitten. It's like yes. she's gone. I mean, she loves that guy. Totally. <laughs> I mean, totally like, now I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see her face? Right. <laughs> and it's she like, cut school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she she's so happy with him mm-hmm. and also authentic. Mm-hmm. I still think she's playing the role of the the perfect girlfriend to Dean. It's not her. And she knows it, too. That's why right. she's, like, pulling away from him. She's well, she's, 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 she's giving Dean what? Dean wants, you know, mm-hmm. it's an act. Mm-hmm. And I, no, I think there's some feelings there, but it's of not, course, of but course. Jess, Jess moves her and they move each other. Jess moves her and she doesn't know why. That's why she got on a bus, mm-hmm. you know? And she, she can't stop thinking about she it. Can, I, no. I was actually surprised how sort of happy she's been following the car accident and him leaving, because mm-hmm. I think in real life, that teenager is like way more sad and mopey and weird about it. Right. I have a question. Yeah. Um, Do you think Rory likes Jess more because Jess is more like Christopher, like her dad, like she finds comfort in him? I don't see any similarities between the two. I mean, I know they try to pawn that off, but I'm not seeing, you know, you know, Christopher's to the manor born, and uh, right, Jess right. is not. That's so he. That's <laughs> that's no, Luke, no, no. That, well said. Yeah, I, I don't see any similarities at all. Here's the similarity I see. Uh-huh. Give me a scene between Lorelai and Christopher. Mm-hmm. Ping pong, ping pong, boom, boom, ping pong. Mm-hmm. Very similar to Luke and Lorelai. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, there's some ping ponging. Although this scene we need to talk about awkward in the market. Yeah. But Jess, Rory. Ping pong, ping pong, boom, boom. Like it's a very similar sort of where they really are jamming, and Dean is, and Rory do not have that. But here's the problem: the fact that she skipped school to get on a bus without telling her mother at 16, went to New York City without knowing, have never having been there, uh, and found him at Washington Square Park. Okay, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is. Trouble. That means Jess is just more trouble. Like this is the guy that is mm-hmm. actually in in reality throwing her off her game, throwing yeah. her yeah. off her trajectory, because she's going straight up to Harvard or Yale, right? And man, what's she doing in New York City, chasing you know Jack Kerouac around? So no. that that's a concern. And you that, are correct. That never came yeah. up, but that's going to come up. It's like, this is, it'll come up and I know this will come up in, in, in suing episodes. 
Well, yeah. And we already know Lorelai is super nervous about mm-hmm. this and has been trying to like, oh, please don't make this be real, even though she right. knows. But Jess, Jess is knocked down a notch. He's he's hurting. He's lost. He's, uh, um, and what is, is, is Liz, is, is Liz, my sister in New York city? Is that, is that the deal? Is that why he's yes, there? We haven't seen her. Okay. So she's there him home to mom and probably called Liz and said, you need to deal with this. Right. Like you need to take him back. Right. So well, that's why he's there, but he's obviously cutting school and Liz is still Liz. So she's not taking care of him right now. So he's a cool, edgy, good looking, uh, smart, New York city kid. And man, there's <laughs> very tempting for a suburban girl. Right. right. I mean, she went to New York. I, I don't want to go to New York now. Yeah. And I'm 48. <laughs> I'd, <laughs> well, be, I'd be scared on my own walking around <laughs> New York. Are you kidding? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So what did you think of um, Luke and Lorelai bumping into each other in the market? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it was a necessary scene. I mm-hmm. thought it was a little, yeah. I don't know. I, I found, uh, I don't want to be too critical here, but I found a lot of these scenes just sort of awkward. Um, mm. I thought the timing was off on, on a couple of different scenes. There was one between Lorelai and Emily, uh, at the, at the, at the community college when, oh, you're here four hours early. What are you doing? You know, this kind of thing. And then they're like, oh, maybe it's an Irish coffee. I thought that, in, I thought the end of that scene was very, very awkward. Um, the ti- this, the timing wasn't right. There was something off about it. Um, I'm but, sure you're right. I, I didn't notice I, Nobody it, notices it. Right. And I'm getting into right. the weeds here on stuff and I should no, just No, no, no. People stop. love it. Do yeah, get into the weeds. They do. Um, anyway, it's just things really, ha- you know, sometimes things don't click. And whether it's the writing or whether it's the directing or whether it's whatever it is, the actors didn't feel it that day or something like that. But something was a little bit off for me. Yeah, um, for me, it just, I mean, I loved every scene on, of every scene. No, no, just in that and part of that scene. So I'm, I'm, sure. you know, watching like a hawk and making notes. And that's kind Good. of what I scribbled down. I thought, I thought the Luke Lorelei, uh, 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 Taylor Dozy, Dozy's market scene was a little bit like that too. It was a little clumpy. Yeah, I just am done with clumpy. their. I'm done with their fight and need them to make up. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like they would have. It would have been better if he reached for a lemon and handed it to her. Yeah. Like I felt like they should have. Um, I don't know. I felt like that. I was ready for the moment of like bygones, you know, kind of, I, I get that they probably have to like talk it out, but like I, I'm done with it. Um, yeah. But Jess is gone. Right. And she hasn't, right, like, I, I think Luke is, is Luke so, Luke is not the guy who's going to go to her because they don't have right. a quote unquote relationship. They don't, they do not. Right. Okay. So they're friends and they had a spat and you know, they're, they're both pissed off at each other right. and Jess is gone. And you know, it, it's not like Luke is going to go to her and say, gosh, you know, I'm sorry. And here's some donuts and have some brownies. And you know, I feel really bad about that. And he's not that guy. No, he's not that guy. Right? That's <laughs> She's correct. that girl though. Yeah. And she yeah, hasn't done that yet. She'll extend the olive branch. But am I being, good. but am I being sexist for, for expecting her to do that? And he is not capable of it. That's not sexist. What You're, is it? It's, it's, that's not him. It's just not that him. That could easily just yeah. be a woman that isn't like that. Right. And that Luke would have to do that. That's just him. And I think that's totally fine and like on brand for him. Is it a situation where nobody's wrong and nobody's right? Yeah. And one of them's just going to have to. Right. It's a game of chicken. Nobody's wrong. Nobody's right. And right. one of them's just going to have to cave and be like. And Luke, Luke is not the guy to continue to stir the pot. You know, he he won't he won't go to her. Well, like I've said, so I guess he's just waiting but for if, her. If she says something, he'll immediately forgive her. But you she hasn't I mean? done if it yet, which is why he didn't really want to engage her. 
No. Right. I mean, she she tore him a new one, man. You know? Yeah. I mean, she really tore him a new one. And he's just not, I mean, they're not in a relationship. So if he's in a relationship with her, then he's, you know, he's a little more inclined to make things right, you know, because he wants to make fair. things right. I think that's But fair. they're not. I mean, it's like your friends. Look, I, you know, we've all had spats with our friends. And when they get, you know, when they get amped up like that, that can end a friendship. You know, it really can. It changes the friendship. Totally. Totally. You know, you know and these two will get right. through it. But right. yeah, you're right. But friendships are a little more fragile than, 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 you know, actual Especially relationships and even kids. marriages. Yeah. When it comes to kids, yeah. you that make, can really, you make up real fast. <laughs> so I, have a, I have a question yeah. for you two. Yeah. What did you make of the gift from Christopher? Uh, you know, uh, Riley, I'm going to let you go first. Go ahead. An awful lot of thought went into that <laughs> gift. That was a highly specific gift. Highly specific. Uh, Is anyone getting the feeling uh, that Christopher likes Laura? Oh, they yeah, they may as well just hit us over the head with a hammer. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Talk the about all this. Awesome. Yeah, that was subtle. Right. <laughs> I even got it you a camera. You thought of the everything. Necklace, like you know, the necklace. That's pretty major. I'm going I'm going to mock this scene. I will mock <laughs> I this scene. I, I this loved scene. it because I love Christopher. I literally <laughs> love him. So oh, yeah, that God. was pretty cool. And then it kind of leaves us hanging, like, what is going on? You know what for me it is? You know what it is for me? And and I don't want to sound hypocritical because Luke isn't exactly the most aggressive guy, you know, right. you know making a beeline to her door. Like I, 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 I must have you, uh, you know, at least, at least Christopher's doing something about it, but it's like with Christopher, it's like, dude, you know, blank or get off the pot. I mean, stop, stop with this, you know, this stuff, just go get her. You know, what, what is, what's up? You're in a relationship. Yeah. You don't live there. You, you, obviously you want her back, you know, just go do it. Didn't he try to do it? And she, he got rejected. He tried no, they, to, no, he tried yeah, to do it in season one, but wait, yeah, he tried to do yeah. it in season one. And she said, nah, sorry. And they, I think they were even in the bedroom. Cause he well, stayed, like, he stayed over. One Remember they hooked up at the, at the, yeah. On the balcony. The Gilmore's. It's like, what? What were they? On the balcony. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> right. And then he spends the night. Like, there's all kinds of. Yeah, they have a complex relationship. Yeah. 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 Well, look, he's he's the father of their child, of her child. So what are you going to do? For me, I'm sorry. That scene was just so sappy. Uh, I and I know it. people love that stuff. I, I'm not a fan <laughs> of sap. It's just. I love. I literally. The yeah. cheesier, the sappy. Yeah, that was just but. beyond. <laughs> beyond. Okay. So I made some notes that I just want to give to you guys. Mm -hmm. And and get your thoughts. I'll mm -hmm. do fashion at the end. Mm -hmm. um, question. Is that the first time we ever saw the gates of Chilton? Paris and Rory are walking. That looked like a new location. It did look like a new location. I agree. Yes, it did. It did look, uh, it gave it some, some scope, you know, gave us a different angle on the place. How about the tassel hat? Suki made a tassel hat. Pretty amazing. Again, you know, I thought, wouldn't it be wonderful to live in a place like that where everybody knew each other and 
did things like that? You had friends that did that kind of stuff for you? Yes. And there's places like that and friendships like that. Isn't that wonderful? Uh, was anyone else totally panicked that Rory lost her backpack when she came off the bus and into the park? And then I was so grateful that they wrote a line acknowledging where the backpack was, that she put it in a locker. Oh, yeah. Was I the only one just getting real anxious? Like, where is her backpack? Did not, did not get anxious. I was too busy marveling at the, did they take those guys to New York City, Washington Square Park, and film that little scene? No, they couldn't have. So that is how I felt during the English tea surface. Uh, what a spread. What a spread. I mean. And like, let's yell at the server for the no doilies. I mean, for God's sake. I mean, uh, uh -huh. amazing. I um, let me see if I have a few other notes before we get to fashion. I think those were, uh, other than, you know what I thought was a little gross was the dude on the bus with his like. Oh, that was hysterical. In dipping. Is that called dipping? Yeah. Spitting into yeah. the camp. Yeah. All right. Okay. Do you want me to rattle it down? Do you want to like just. Amuse yourself. Do you want to try and participate in the fashion recap? No, you go ahead. Okay. If you if something is a standout, you tell us. Uh -huh. So here's where my here are my picks. Okay. Lorelai's red pants, Riley, with the black flower. Oh my. In the so beginning. Good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she looked good, right? Yeah. Yeah, she <laughs> did look you. good. We're those pants made. Those were. That's yeah. She looked good. I agree. Yeah. Now I still think there was something new about the Chilton sweater. Now, then she wore Lorelai. I'm always like partial to Lorelai's fashion. That's really what I look for. She wore a blue sweatshirt with like an eagle on it, maybe a butterfly, like a bird. It was very sparkly and just super cool. Then there was one scene where she had a crossbody bag. Did you notice that? I was like, I want that bag now. Thought that was amazing. Huh. Um, I've got more. Madonna sweatshirt. Did you notice she was wearing a Madonna sweatshirt at one point? No. Rory had a gray hoodie that I thought was like super on point. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, I thought the fashion in this episode was a real step up from the week before. Definitely. She had an angel uh, long sleeve sweatshirt on in that one so scene. So was it an angel? I thought that was an eagle. Whatever it was. She angel, got, I think she it said, some... said angel on it. Yeah, the, that was super was. cool. She's she's a she's a cool chick, you know. She dresses, she dresses great. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man 
take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so there were a couple of uh, uh, inconsistencies uh, that I noticed uh, in the episode. There was a big ups with uh, uh, Rory when she's sitting on the bus waiting for it to leave to go back to Stars Hollow, and she's talking with a guy sitting next to her, right? Uh, And around 3327, she lifts her arm, and you can see that she isn't wearing the cast. No! Yeah. No! Yes. Sorry. Also, let me see. In the cold open right in the beginning, uh, the 50s-style vinyl chairs in Suki's kitchen were in Luke's diner a few episodes ago. Jess was sitting Amazing. I know those chairs. One. I yes. totally know. And Rory was uh, trying to tutor him and teach me tonight. Yes. So how did yes. they end up in Suki's? Mm. They both bought them at the local home goods. Uh Okay, from from four to four forty five, I think that it's probably worth noting that uh, Rory is making coffee in a French press, 
which is pretty sophisticated for our girls, don't you think? Definitely. Hmm. Um, Very much so. But they are coffee connoisseurs. And, uh, you know, the record store proprietor, and I knew it was somebody, and you'll help identify who this person is. The guy that had the line, the proprietor, you know, the older guy in the wig with the with the leather vest on because he because he made a comment on who that who the record was and oh that band broke Ooh, up yes. yeah 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 okay i'm with you i'm up to speed now it was none other than chuck e weiss is that who uh ricky lee jones is singing about chuck e i i because it's chuck e like the letter not chucky like the right clown chuck e yes people yeah I wonder. Yes, it is. He is. Because here's the headline. Chucky's in love. He was the subject of it. Yes. So that is the legendary Chucky. He helped uh, launch the Viper Room uh, in LA on Sunset Strip with Johnny Depp. I've been to the Viper Room many times. Whoa. And he did Gilmore Girls. Hold on. Are we sure that's him? You are correct. Weiss appeared on a 2002 episode of the series Gilmore Girls Mm -hmm. as the proprietor of a New York City record store. He also did cameos in um, Married with Children, Brotherly Love. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. He and ins- he died in 2021. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He just died. Yeah. Like in last July. And so do yourself a favor and hit on the iTunes or however you listen to your music. Mm-hmm. Do people not say iTunes? I do iTunes. Mm-hmm. Chucky's in love because right. that is like the best song by Ricky Lee Jones. Yeah, 19. Riley, do you know the song? I do not know the song. Oh. The, only, the only Chucky I know is Chucky e. Cheese. Right. So it's the not. story is uh, that he was on the phone with Tom Waits and he was talking to Tom Waits about being in love. Yeah, because Chucky's and when, in love. In the, the fall, girl singing this song. in the fall of 1977. So. Uh, so Ricky Lee Jones must have had a thing with Chuck E. I may be. So Waits because put the phone down it. and he announced to Ricky Lee Jones, Chucky's in love. Oh, and did Ricky Lee Jones say, okay, this is making so much sense to me. Yeah. Now I need to find out if Ricky Lee Jones and Chucky, because basically what happened is everyone was talking that Chucky's in love. And then Ricky Lee Jones reveals in the song, He's in love with the girls singing this song. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Did we just like figure out a mystery from the seventies that no one. Knows? So wait a minute. Weiss worked as a dishwasher at the Troubadour in West Hollywood. Um, and he met Ricky Lee Jones there and Tom Waits and they became uh, Tom Waits and Jones became an item. And the three of them became inseparable as they caroused through Hollywood, stealing lawn ornaments. Ah, that's where, uh, that's where Amy got the thing. Uh, and pranking people at music industry parties like shaking hands with dips smeared in their palms. Okay. Uh, oh, my gosh. And here's a quote. It seems sometimes like we're real romantic dreamers who got stuck in the wrong time zone, Jones told Rolling Stone in 1979, describing Weiss I mean, and Watts really- as her family at the time. They lived at the Tropicana Motel uh, on Santa Monica Boulevard. Um, I've gone down a wormhole here that I'm not totally certain everyone listening cares about, but it is interesting. Very interesting. Great spot. No, no, I I agree. They can edit what they want or you can, you can edit in and out whatever you want. 
Um, Let me ask you another question. Yeah. Is this the first time we knew Lorelai's middle name is Victoria? And and forgive me, we may be first time. Bad. First time I heard it. Me too. Okay. Oh. Great. Glad to hear it. Um, I'm ready for the favorite lines because I've got mine. <laughs> Who wants to go first? Riley, go ahead. Um, I highly related to this line. Lorelai says, my pursuit of higher education has led me to an interesting discovery about myself. I despise academics. <laughs> Learning, knowledge, it's all worthless. <laughs> you want mine? Yes. It was my kindergarten salute to vegetables pageant. And I was broccoli. And I did a tap dance with a guy that was playing beats. It was kind of a life lesson for me. Okay. <laughs> that was amazing. And then the other one that was so good is she goes through her whole spiel to Richard and Emily. And they say, <laughs> we accept your terms. Do you remember that? We accept your terms. Yes. That was funny. That was good. Yes. Because we didn't really talk about that, did we? Rory taking the bull by the horns and... Great. And going over the to going over to and scheduling an afternoon or a midday uh, tea with Emily and Richard to plead with them, or actually not plead, but just sort of gave them the information. You can do with it what you will. No hard feelings if you say no. We get it, but spelled it out. Said you gotta. We'd like you to be there, and it'd be very nice if you were at the graduation. And you know what could they say? <laughs> Like, get off your freaking high horse not, and right, go support your daughter. Down, right? you snoo- she did a great pitch. Couple of snoo- great snooty pitch. tunes. <laughs> Come <Great> on. <laughs> get off your high snooty horse. Tunes. Snooty tunes. Snooty tunes. <laughs> um, now, you did, although I'm proud of you because you said we were going to dig into music more. And yeah. we really did. We really nailed it in this episode. Yeah. Not, yeah. Did not... Uh, not live up to our promise on that. Right. Um, and there's a great Led Zeppelin song in here too. Going to, what was it? Going to California. In the episode. Yeah. Ramble on. Ramble on. Not going to California. Ramble on. What a great song. Good job, Riley. Thank you. That song is so often played at my high school parties. Everybody had a guitar and everybody was playing Ramble on. <laughs> everybody wanted to go to California. I, I think just I, I think I'm the only one that did. Me and me and one other guy. Was Stairway to Heaven Led Zeppelin? Yeah. God, yeah. Isn't it like an 11-minute song? I just remember that like at school dances, you were like, I don't get stuck with someone. (laughs) It's really not. It's like kind of a doorway to hell. (laughs) You're the wrong purpose. Like, oh my God, I'm going to have to dance with that guy for 11 minutes. Karaoke Stairway to Heaven. You know, in the the music store where I grew up, uh, uh, there were signs saying, you know, there were guitars, there were signs saying, no playing stairway to heaven because all the employees were sick of hearing it because that's the only song that people were that's learning funny. and they'd yeah. come in and play the guitars all day stairway that's to heaven funny. yeah i give this a double 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 thumbs up listen if it wasn't for uh if it wasn't for the guy with the spit can and the kid stuff um and seth mcfarlane and alicia bergman i i would have liked this episode far less I, I mean, I, I did, I did enjoy it. I, I got a, a lot of laughs out of Seth MacFarlane and, and Alicia Bergman. Uh, Rory made me laugh. Um, you know, they're just, they're, uh, Michelle made me laugh. He had a great appearance and he's, they, Lorelai asked him to describe his high school front uh, graduation in France and <laughs> the typical great response. <laughs> um, and, uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was that strong of an episode, but uh, it certainly it certainly moved the ball forward, didn't it? It certainly um, deepened some conflict. It set up the next wave, which is going to be Jess and Rory, and maybe Christopher and and Lorelai mm-hmm. and Ro- Luke and and Lorelai maybe getting back mm-hmm. together. I mean, there's there's a lot going on here. Uh, yeah. This- I describe this episode as like the crescendo. Right. Whoa. Right. Yeah. Been but it, but it's stuff. really laying the new track down for uh, uh, these narratives to continue. So it's it was a necessary episode. It was entertaining as hell. Um, some awkward clunkiness uh, in it, uh, but overall uh, pretty enjoyable to watch. And some really good belly laughs. I mean, I, I did not know Seth MacFarlane was that funny. I, I had no <laughs> idea. I just, you know, I just... But why should I be surprised? He created this magical show that's hysterically funny, right? I just didn't know that he could perform that well as as a comedic actor because he really nailed that stuff, man. I mean, he committed to those lines and so did that. And that obviously that Alicia Bergman was, you know, you should try to get her on. She was... She was great. I don't know if her time's passed because this this no, is no. I mean, this we episode. can always go backwards. But she was. I'll work on. I it. mean, she I like just it. fascinates me with that delivery. She's one of those you know naturally gifted people with that with that delivery who has the confidence just to lay back on it and know how. I love it. I mean, she was really funny. Um, when when everything out of somebody's mouth is funny, then you've got something really special. So, um, but no, a terrific episode. All right, everybody, that's going to wrap it up for this episode uh next week we're going to get into the season two finale episode 22 i can't get started that is going to put a cap on season two and is this flying by or what wild wow wow we've been doing this for what less than a year and we're already done season two huh anyway thanks everybody thanks riley thanks amy good job We'll see you next time. Best fans on the planet. Much appreciated. Keep downloading. Keep emailing us. We're getting a lot of great emails. And stay safe. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, ScottyP.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, ScottyP.com. Grade one specialty coffee. Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. 
The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.